0: Hi everyone, welcome to Murders in Paradise. I'm Jen, joined as always by GR Dad. Good evening. We're also joined by a lot of panting dogs.
1: It's not me, I promise.
0: (laughs) They're very excited. Um,
1: I'll let you know if I start panting. It's not me.
0: (laughs) So uh, we're recording episode three right now for the second time. I screwed up GR Dad's audio on episode two. Nobody needs to know the behind-the-scenes magic. I, I just want to explain. Like, episode two, you sounded real quiet because for some reason I only recorded my microphone.
1: That's because I was standing in the other room yelling.
0: <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And I was... It's totally not
1: your fault. It was me standing in the other room yelling no
0: i just screwed it up and then last night we're like okay let's record a couple podcasts i have two episodes ready so let's record them and we recorded episode three and then i was listening to it and i only recorded my microphone again even though i tested it at the beginning
1: i could have gone into the room and yelled (laughs) if i'd known i would have helped i would have helped
0: yeah well that's not what happened so
1: I don't know why you're doing this miracle, but nobody needs to know that you make mistakes.
0: Well, the good news is that not only are we going to get more GR Dad, everyone is a fan of the GR Dad reactions to my brutal stories, uh, (laughs) but we went out to dinner before this and drank a pitcher of sangria, so we're both a little more animated.
1: Again, this inside baseball has to stop. (laughs) Not everyone has to know everything about everybody all the time. Look,
0: man, this is just how it is.
1: This is a whole niffer generation.
0: <laughs> so uh, so anyway, welcome to Murders in Paradise. This week we're doing the story of Shirley Garvin, collected from Forensic Files, which it turns out everyone is a big fan of, which of course you are if you like true crime, because Forensic Files is on all the time.
1: Do they have a distinctive um, opening melody or dun, dun, something?
0: Dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. No, that's
1: pretty good. Do, that's pretty good. The scat definitely gets it, gets it going. <laughs> yeah, good work.
0: All right, hang hang on a second. Hang on. <laughs> They're probably gonna sue us for me using that. But holy no, crap! It's satire. Mike and Shirley Garvin. Mike is sixty-two. Shirley is fifty-five. In two thousand three, when our story takes place. At that point, they have been married for fourteen years.
1: Spoiler: one of them does not get
0: older. That's true. One of them stops at fifty-five. Mm. Oh, oh, I just gave it away. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, generally, <laughs> the title is going to be the title of the episodes will be the victim's name, unless we have a serial killer. So, yeah. the title of this episode is Shirley Garvin. So, uh, it fortunately, nice it's not. Poker face it's not going to work out well for her. Uh, it becomes obvious very early in our story. Wouldn't be
1: talking about her if she were still around.
0: So, uh, Shirley and Shirley grew up in Washington, D.C., our other hometown. We're Part-time in the Keys, part-time in Washington, D.C. She moved to Virginia Beach, and in 1989, she got married to Mike Garvin. Uh, who, they've been married for 14 years at the time of our story. They live in Jacksonville, Florida, which is at the top of Florida, like by the Georgia border um on the east side if
1: you're going down 95 to get to florida that's like your first big city in florida yep
0: and you don't have to go very far into florida to get to jacksonville it's right up there at the top Mm -hmm. so uh shirley and mike live there and in january of 2003 they take a vacation to key west now key west is also in florida but it's just about as far away from jacksonville as you can get i think it is as far as you can drive it's
1: like a Easy drive, right? That's like four hours eight. away, or so-
0: eight hours. Yeah. We have done that drive many times.
1: I mean, if you were north of there, you could drive drive from DC to almost Maine in that time.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're like Florida, it's one state, and if you live kind of, I mean, we live in the Adman- mid Atlantic, but you get to the Northeast, you cross states real fast. Yeah. No, Florida is giant, and you're driving the Full absolute length. That's kind of like
1: Texas or California, where you can drive all day and all night and still be in the same state.
0: Yep, we've done that. I mean, when we we've, we've left our house in the Keys and we feel like we've driven all day, and we make it to Jacksonville, and it's like, God damn it, we're still in Florida.
1: We've driven all day. We can't make it. We can't even stretch this till you know to get to the Keys. No,
0: it's like we do Florida, and then we maybe get into Georgia on day one, and then we do Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia, D.C., Maryland on the last day. Yeah. Uh, so Florida is real big, and Jacksonville is about as far as you can get from Key West in Florida. So they drive this eight-hour drive. They go down to Key West. Because they
1: drive. You could they fly. drive. You could actually legitimately fly. There are flights, yeah. Oh. Um.
0: Yeah, there's plenty of flights. I mean,
1: we get dogs, so we drive, but you could fly.
0: Absolutely could fly from Jacksonville uh, to Key West. But they drive, and uh, they get to Key West. They stay overnight, and... The next, so they're saying at the Quality Inn, Key West. So if you're driving into Key West on Route 1, you ca- cross the Cow Key Bridge and you take a right towards the car dealerships, the fast food restaurants. It's not as, like, sketchy as I make it sound, but it is the part of Key West that's not, like, super charming old school.
1: It's not charming. I would have said that, too. It like, yeah. it's still Key West and it, there's water and there's sailboats. And it's, Palm trees. It's still a lot better than, like, you know, anywhere else, yeah, New Jersey, but <laughs> sorry, New Jersey, but it's but it, within Key West, it's not the charming, quaint downtown mm-hmm. Hemingway house having neighborhood,
0: yeah, it's like a four lane road, and the home depots there. um, yep. anything that's a there's not a ton of chains anywhere in the Keys, even in Key West. Um, but anything like the world's slowest McDonald drive through <laughs> is there. TM. oh my God, it we've. Is gotten in that line and i'm like "Dear dad start the timer and there's like two people in front of us and we get up there and we're like two diet cokes please 25 minutes later we're not out of the drive through yeah, lane i mean they're just they have other priorities than efficiency it's unclear what it is but it regularly takes 20 minutes oh, to get a diet coke i think it's ganja <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. not accusing anyone at the key west mcdonald's No, they're so. all
1: when you get to the window mm-hmm. they're
0: all very wonderful yeah, they're real nice i just don't know what takes them so long sometimes it'll be like i'll be like dear dad it took me two minutes to go through the drive through to get my diet coke like what, what the hell is going what? on you must have been somewhere else yeah but it often takes 20 minutes uh so yeah there's a couple fast food restaurants they just put in a sonic which is a big deal yeah that's cool uh it's great and uh yeah
1: mcdonald's watch your back
0: yep couple car dealerships. There's also some hotels and stuff up there. The Quality Inn, which is where Mike and Shirley Garvin stayed, was up there uh, right as you get into Key West. It may so not exist anymore. It has closed since then. Um, and I mean, there's some some decent hotels up there in the new part of the island, but most of like where you want to stay if you want the Key West experience is in Old Town and it's not there. So it tends to be more affordable hotels which doesn't mean they're crappy yeah but it's just you're you're kind of farther it's away a,
1: it's a bit of a mismatch too there aren't too many like big hotels in old town key west they're all inns and bread and breakfasts and and more lots of bed and breakfasts uh, yeah yeah local and smaller places so if, if you want to stay like a hilton or something That's you're right. probably not staying inside old town key west
0: i don't think there's any chain hotels the Margaritaville Hotel is like the closest you get to a yeah. chain hotel, uh, which I, maybe has a parent. Uh, we stay at Ocean Key. I mean, now we have a house, but when we would stay there. It
1: feels a little bit more like a, you know, like a Hilton or a Marriott, or I'm, I'm just using, you know, yeah. to, as a proxy for chains.
0: Yeah, they're, but, like, though they're pretty much all independent if you're an old town. Yeah,
1: and small. I mean, like and small. bed and breakfast, small, in.
0: Yeah, yeah. So Margaritaville ocean key uh, there's a couple other hotels that are bigger that have like maybe a hundred rooms but there's there's no high rises there's nothing giant yeah that's right. in there so anyway so they're staying at the quality inn which is crappy and also <laughs> in like the not so charming part it is it's i saw adequate oh my god i saw pictures of it i like i knew it was closed but i googled it and it's like real motelli oh, looking like yeah. cheap fireproof bedspreads and like you don't want the blue light on those bedspreads no exactly that's what it looked like Um, but anyway they check in there and and that's a a little weird on its own because Shirley has a lot of money her parents have died even though she's only 55 so her parents wouldn't have been that old they died left her almost a million dollars in inheritance Uh, she her friends say that she tends to wear a lot of expensive jewelry she has a Rolex watch good for Shirley yeah anytime she's out she's wearing her diamonds um she's real financially secure i don't i don't know if she worked or you know if she just kind of had family money um but she's relatively well off between the two of them doesn't sound like the kind of lady who would have stayed at like the cheap ass quality mm-hmm. inn. they said uh you know she was like a world champion shopper like she, she'd go she had out
1: friends i mean she was like social right
0: yeah, so in Jacksonville, she was kind of the life of the party. She would always be organizing social events, oh. tons of friends. Um, I think she was in a country club, but if she wasn't, she may as well have been where she just like had this huge circle of people that she was with all the time. So people one of person. these yeah. super extroverts, like always bringing people together, hmm. um, tons of friends that she was really close to that she talked to Yeah, a lot of the time. Um, and yeah, they're like, oh, she would just, she'd shop all day. Like she'd go out. <laughs> And she'd shop for like eight hours, and even if she didn't come home with anything, it was a great day. She she just loved to like be out shopping, like looking at stuff, um, oh, man. which also means you wouldn't stay at the Quality Inn like up there. Oh yeah, there's no shopping in Key already. West because like all the charming parts of Key West with like the artist shops and all all the stuff you think of on Duval Street, basically, and around there, that's an old town. And Key West isn't that big, but it's a couple miles walk from where. From kind of the Kauki Bridge near where this hotel was into Old Town, like you'd take a taxi. It's
1: like if I mean, this is a bad analogy, but it'd be like going to you know New York City to shop and staying in New Jersey or something across yeah. the river. Yeah, and
0: it's like you can do that, but you got to take a cab or you got to find like yeah. some transportation into it. Um, and if you're on like a little island like Key West, you maybe just want to stay by where the stuff is that you want to do.
1: Yeah, because otherwise you're taking like a little Vespa or something, and that's like um, you know probably yeah. not what the, I don't. Know.
0: Yeah. So in any case, all right, so they go from Jacksonville to Key West, uh, stay at this Quality Inn. Mike reports that he just gets kind of takeout food for dinner that he brings back to the room. I can't – he got it from a bar, and I can't tell if it's like the bar that was at the Quality Inn or if it's like a place, you know, a couple doors down.
1: Unlikely that the Quality Inn had like a food and bar place.
0: Definitely would not have been a room service place. Yeah. Um – Brings that back to the room, and then the next day he goes out, I think, trying to get some breakfast, and he comes back to the room, and Shirley's gone. And so he's like, maybe she went for a walk, maybe she went to the beach, maybe she went shopping. Uh, But it's a little weird that she just leave without him. But then he finds that her purse is still in the room, so she's obviously not shopping. Probably hasn't, like, gone to the beach or anything without any of her stuff. Um, But he, so he's a little worried... He waits a couple hours. Eventually, he calls the police and reports her missing. You know, we're down here on vacation. She's gone. All her stuff is here. I don't know where she is. And this so, is
1: 2003. 2003. So, no cell phones. Back no, then? like
0: maybe a flip phone. No. Yeah. Um, but lots of people didn't have them. Because you and
1: I, we text each other. I would know right. if you went shopping.
0: Totally, I would just text you. But in 2003, I mean, I I definitely had a cell phone then, but. I mean, I remember this is a couple of years before in two thousand and one in on Valentine's Day in two thousand and one, I was at a conference in Switzerland. Hmm. and I just remember this because, like all of the European TVs were talking about how this was going to be the day that the most text messages of the year were sent mm-hmm. because everybody was gonna it was like real special that i would send you an i love you text on <laughs> valentine's day like people just didn't text Ooh. all the time and yeah. so it
1: was like because oh, it cost and everything
0: yeah i mean you get charged per text and it yeah. was you know, like 10 cents a text oh. or something and so it's like sure for valentine's day i'll text you i love you but it was like this whole Big story about how there's going to be like this big spike in text messages because it's Valentine's Day. Wow. Uh, now, that was 2001, so this is a couple of years later, but still, people really aren't, they're not texting like they do now. I think now. 2007,
1: 2008, I had a Blackberry. I think that was like my first. Cell phone. Oh,
0: gee, dad. You had a Blackberry when I met you. I had to pest dad and i met in 2011 and he had this blackberry it was Barry. a holster it,
1: oh it was so cool you did, you <laughs> it was didn't a have plastic a whole, hard plastic holster <laughs> it was so
0: cool and i was like is that from 2003 what is this thing and he'd all be so like good. with his little thumbs fast book, I was like get rid of that thing and get an iphone like oh. what decade oh. are you in
1: i was in the decade of Work pays for this.
0: Oh, my God. Work was paying for iPhones, though. And then, like, eventually, I it took a couple of years. It's like 2013, maybe, by the time you get your first iPhone. And then they've got the thumbprint recognition. And for, like, three months, I tell this story at work, for three months, he's like, oh, my God this thumbprint recognition is the best thing ever invented because before he's like typing in this like 15 character password (laughs) with little thumbs on like deep keyboard. Sure,
1: (laughs) I was real good on the keyboard, the actual keyboard (laughs) of the BlackBerry. Yeah. This haptic stuff is meh.
0: It took you a little while to get used to it.
1: I'm still internally resisty.
0: Well, my my original offer to buy you one of those little clip-on keyboards. Don't spit out that bourbon. That still stands. I can. They have those on Amazon. I'll get you one if you want. Uh,
1: <laughs> we don't have to give everything behind the scenes in every one of these episodes, you know?
0: Everybody, you need to know I'm keeping them really good stories to myself. Oh. <laughs> okay, so... Shirley is gone. She's not in the hotel room. Yeah, uh, the Key West police. And it's
1: right by the water. I mean, the quality and there's water all around there Key is, West. Yes. And if you, right. if you went like 150 yards the wrong direction, you'd be in the water.
0: Absolutely. I mean, there
1: are sailboats and stuff. It's pretty busy water, but yeah, you'd be splash.
0: Yeah. Someone would probably notice though. There's a, there's a lot of people out kind of all hours of the day. Yeah, yeah. especially
1: early in the morning, people are doing like yoga and stuff. It's, yep. It's, yep.
0: And yeah. And frankly, there's a lot of homeless or pseudo homeless people Dude. in Key West. Yep. Because uh, it's real nice. It's I mean, being homeless sucks, but if you're gonna do it, Key West is an easier place to do it because there's like lots of there's space, there's kind of food around. And the like weather's the nice.
1: Mangrove hutches and stuff. Yeah, right? yeah. The I hangar. mean, there's. a...
0: There's a lot of, like, pseudo-homeless people who, like, have... They don't have boats, like, big boats with cabins, but they got little boats and they kind of go... Well, we talked about that in the last episode. Yeah. Um, Yeah, where, like, you can get a little dinghy... And at least you've got a space to put your stuff. And there's a lot of them like pulled up in the mangroves. Poor
1: woman who was like sleeping on the dinghy for protection for men. And then she still got,
0: she got killed by a killer. Some dude. Yeah. But there's a lot of those kind of boats that we see. Like you go into Key yeah. West and you'll see them. They're not pulled up on like any proper place to park them. They're just kind of pulled up in the mangroves and people are in yeah. town. Well, and people
1: then, anchor yeah. their boat. We have. There's that one boat that has like a shed on it. I mean, it's, yeah. it almost looks like a, a hutch on top of it and it floats around like picnic island right yeah
0: there's no there's a whole culture of like liveaboards people who live on their boats and some of them have real nice fancy setups and then some of them just have kind of sh- floating yeah. shacks these
1: are not 25 million dollar yachts no. these are these are you know some platform that some yeah, someone built right. a shed on yeah
0: so uh anyway there's a lot of there's a ton of people it's around true.
1: if she fell in the water there this someone noticed. notice absolutely splash. someone would notice probably
0: yeah um so the Key West police respond. Their motto painted on the side of their cards is serving and protecting paradise.
1: They know what is they're doing. Which pretty
0: nice. Right? Um, and they do really a great job with I this think case.
1: Monroe County and Key West, are, are they do a good job generally. Yeah you have a good impression of those guys.
0: I think so. Um, I mean, the nice thing is that there's not a lot of people in the Keys. And in Florida, all the police reports are open, which is why you get all these crazy Florida man stories. And so all the news outlets we follow report on every crime. Every crime. This I guy's mean, if they screwed up, small. then
1: then it would be public, too. I mean, it's probably not a bad sunshine law. It may not be a bad yeah.
0: thing. Yeah. No, no, no. It good works for reporters. Out. Yep. Yeah. And so you don't get a lot of stuff where you're like oh like that's really shady yeah or like that seems sort of unfair like it's like this guy his he had too many lobsters and then <laughs> the, the fish these and wildlife snappers were, too small. <laughs> the snappers were too small we read about all of it and so yeah. you kind of see all the stuff that happens um and a lot
1: of it's drugs most like, of it's okay drugs. yeah i do have the sack of methamphetamine yes it's it's true yes, that's that, mine <laughs> the
0: thing that you just pulled out of my pocket that's mine yeah yeah mm. Um, so the key west police respond and they talk to the guy they bring in a canine unit and the canine the dog kind of sniffs around in her bag to get her scent from her clothes and then is like looking around has no trace of her leaving the hotel room there's no path for it to follow which is weird if she was there overnight and then leaves in the morning because he went out to get breakfast so she would have left in the morning
1: dogs would know
0: dog sees no scent and so um weird
1: is she in the closet?
0: Yeah, so they search the whole room. She's not there. Mm. They search the surrounding areas. They find, like, a pair of sandals on the beach, but, like, I think any day you can find a pair of sandals on the beach. Yeah, that's um, not
1: as dramatic as it sounds.
0: Yeah. So they kind of start looking into it, and uh, turns out Mike, Shirley is his second wife. His first wife died apparently by suicide. She was found hanging from a noose in their basement, Jeez. and they interviewed I think on this episode of Forensic Files, they interviewed one of the cops and he's like, yeah, seems like the guy has real bad luck with his wives. That's what I was thinking at the time. So kind of immediately the police are suspecting that like something isn't right here. I like the way he put that. Bad luck with his wives. Because
1: if you were a real jerk, he would have said kind of good luck with his wives." <laughs> that would be a real jerk Yeah, thing you know, That was good. That was nice, detective.
0: Uh, so they start talking to Mike and they're like, all right, tell us what happened like from the time you left her house and he's like all right so we left Jacksonville we drove down here uh we got to the hotel we checked in for dinner last night I went down to this bar and I ordered a chicken ranch sandwich and they're like how many did you order and he's like oh I ordered two and they're like mm-hmm and he's like and then we went to bed and then this morning I went out and uh you know I got home and she wasn't there yeah
1: have and- we have we mentioned that if a wife is dead, it's usually the husband's a suspect.
0: I mean, I think anyone who's listening to a true crime podcast would better know that the husband did it. And, uh, well,
1: there you go. I, I mean, look, n- we don't need to mention this. Husbands
0: of the world, if your wife dies, you're a suspect.
1: These police officers were wondering what he was doing.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so they're like, all right, well, like, let's look into this. So first, they go talk to the bartender next door where the dude got the dinner, and they're like, What did he get for dinner? And they're like, well, he got a chicken ranch sandwich. And they're like, how many? And like, he got one. They have the receipt. He got one sandwich.
1: He ate a sandwich for himself.
0: Yeah, someone on YouTube. What a selfish jerk. Commented, what can you expect from a guy who's too cheap to buy a second meal for the sake of his alibi?
1: Oh, you're just giving it all away.
0: Well, you know, he only bought one sandwich and there's no trace of the wife leaving the hotel room. So (laughs) hopefully... Our audience is quick enough to be kind of on the same page with us at this point.
1: Suspense. You must preserve it.
0: Yeah, well, dude bought one sandwich. Fair enough. Then they'd look at the. uh, And lied about
1: it. And then also lied about it. And he lied about it. He said he bought two. Let's just
0: say he lied about it. But they have both. The bartender and the receipt that says you bought one sandwich.
1: The Receipt is like a freaking alibi. It's like a sucky alibi.
0: It's so bad. So then they start checking the video footage from the toll booths on the drive down from Jacksonville. So I think you probably can drive for free from Jacksonville to Key West. But the kind of most direct route takes you on some toll roads kind of like around Miami. Mm -hmm. And so they're looking at the toll. This is 2003. 2003. So I think on videotape video footage, they're going through like just hundreds of hours like this. static yeah and eventually they spot his car he has a white jaguar so it's sort of distinctive what, i wonder
1: what his license plate says yeah. it's like a vanity oh license my god plate. that's like, so funny
0: cool guy Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I, mean, I don't know what it actually was so they they spot it and they see him he has to stop and pay the tolls because they don't have like the sun pass or the easy pass then or at least he didn't have one so he stops to pay the tolls but it's just him in the car and now they don't tell him this they've got this footage and they're like so uh mike where'd shirley sit on the drive down and like she sat in the passenger seat and they're like did he did she ever go in the back seat he's like no she just sat in the passenger she, seat like hard to spot <laughs> and they're like well what about this does she
1: wear a seat shaped blanket
0: <laughs> so uh he kind of has no uh-huh. answer starts getting real defensive um and, uh, and basically can't explain the footage. So then they also find video surveillance footage from a couple of gas stations that he stopped at along the way. This is
1: some serious detective work. They good, did good job,
0: guys. a really good job, yeah. yeah, pulling all this stuff. And uh, they see him at these gas stations, get out of the car, go in, use the bathroom, get a drink. Now it's an eight-hour drive. There's
1: like the convenience stores in there. To have the cameras for security
0: that's right yeah oh. uh, but no sign of Shirley she never gets out never goes to the bathroom never gets a drink with an <laughs> eight-hour drive come on oh my god I mean how far can we last on our drives two hours me well, uh, um, between 20 them, minutes we're, we have to take two cars because we have so many dogs and so we're always calling each other and it's like uh, I'm gonna pee yeah. we're gonna pull <laughs> at the next stop so I can pee because like that's a long drive but
1: the problem is never the dogs no <laughs>
0: No, is. they get their trip out, but we're like, oh my god, I'm drinking all this diet coke. Like we gotta get out. Uh, so yeah, surveillance footage. There's no sign of her. Dinner. There's no sign of her. No one at the hotel remembers seeing her. The dogs don't see her. So the cops are basically like, all right, she clearly never made it to Key West, and so they start investigating Mike. Uh, and they go up to Jacksonville, and good job, guys. Yep. So I mentioned his previous wife died, which is not evidence that anything happened to Shirley. But so they talk to Shirley's friends, and they're like, you know, she went down to Key West, and then she disappeared. And they're like, that's weird. We talked to her the day before that, and she didn't say anything about a trip to Key West. She had no plans to go to Key West. Mm. So they start looking at Mike. Um, they go to his work. His coworkers don't know that he's married. That's he's been married for fourteen years to Shirley. 14. Can you imagine? No. 14 years they've been married. No, absolutely not. They have no idea that he's married. Uh, They start looking on his computer. He's very active on (sighs) Match.com. Not just like dating, but he's like sending flowers to ladies that he's just met, like doing all this stuff, and also is super in debt. So, Shirley has lots of money, financially responsible, but they've, you know, so she's 55 at the time they've been married for 14 years so she was 41 when they got married which isn't old i mean nope. i'm a year older than that but you're like established as a human being it's not like you're you know you're getting married right out of college and neither of you have any money and yeah. you're like building yeah, yeah. things together like you
1: separate live you have a life
0: that's right You and you know we're sort of like this where like we both got married as grown-ups like I was a little younger than this than she was. You were a little, you know, you're older than me when we got married. But we kind of had, you know, we both had jobs and houses and bank accounts and all of this stuff. And so, like, we got married, but uh, you we know, had we stuff.
1: Ca- we each had stuff.
0: We each had stuff, and we, you know, we have some separate finances and some merged finances. No, right, because like we were grown ups, and we so
1: we haven't like aggressively forced it all into one big pot. Yeah, and it's it, just I been mean, easier.
0: Whatever works for people works. Um, and but it you, sounds
1: like she had her million-dollar inheritance. She had her inheritance.
0: and Did I make up the million no, dollars? No, no. I think it was okay. $900,000 she inherited right. from her parents um, and seemed to be pretty financially responsible, like had the stuff really in order. Yeah. And it seems like they kept their finances separate, which is like a fine thing to do, especially... for
1: her because he was a complete screw-up.
0: Yeah. Um, so he's a ton in debt, and uh, he doesn't have this money. Probably because he's
1: sending flowers to everyone in freaking reason. Yeah.
0: Doesn't have access to her money. And she has sort of figured this out. Even though their finances aren't merged, she's like, he's really financially irresponsible. And basically, I think I'm going to get out of this because he's 62. She was telling friends. That, like, she's telling friends that, you know, basically she's getting ready to file for divorce. Because sure. um, she's just like, he screws everything up. And and obviously he's cheating, right? He's on match.com <laughs> dating all these women. And so he's dating lots of women from Match.com, but he also has sort of a girlfriend that he met on Match.com, which is someone he's been seeing for a longer time.
1: This is something like the police are figuring
0: out? Yeah. The night before they allegedly took this trip to Key West, he stayed overnight with this girlfriend for the first time ever. Before, (sighs) like, they'd go out on dates, but he has a wife at home, right? Which I think the girlfriend didn't know. But he stayed at her house overnight the night before this alleged trip i mean he went to key west but Shirley does not seem to have gone
1: he is not a good man no
0: <laughs> so the police are like all right they search the house there's no giant blood stains or anything there's like a couple drops nope. of blood they see nobody the nobody body. couple drops of blood but like that doesn't prove anything in the house that you live in people believe in their houses all the time this is
1: where should, they should have brought the dogs up from key west just because cool to
0: have dogs there will be dogs that reappear All right, good, good, in the good. story excellent, excellent, excellent um so they're like okay uh he probably killed her but she's not here in the house she's not on the property that they own up here um what are we gonna do let's just put a gps tracker on his car and we're gonna follow him around so
1: they haven't arrested him yet he's just like a yeah person, they don't have a body person of interest as they would say today but then it was probably just like someone we got a statement from.
0: It's like not even really a crime. She's missing, uh, but they don't even know that she's dead, right? They're like, she's probably not.
1: They don't habeas any corpus. They,
0: there's no corpus, anyway. Yeah. Corpus Delecti, I <laughs> <they> would say. <laughs> I'm
1: not sure that's, yes, that's, of course. There's a, a, corpus Delecti, there's a missing body.
0: Corpus Missing Eye. Yeah, that's what that means. I didn't make that up, that's, <laughs> that's actually the term. Corpus Delecti means there's a missing body. Mm. Mm. So, they attach a GPS to his car and they start following him. And they see that he drives out to this state park that has a golf course on it, Fort George Island Golf Course. And he kind of goes there. He doesn't play golf, but he's kind of near this pond. And so, they bring in these cadaver dogs that search and they seem to hit. Yep, there's more dogs. They seem to hit on the pond. So the police drain the pond. They spend, like, a week draining this pond on the golf course, thinking they're going to find her body, and it's not there. It
1: turns out the ducks just the, the dogs are really like
0: ducks. <laughs> it could be. Um, Can yeah. you imagine
1: Vink as a cadaver dog? Oh she my would God. be like, oh, my God, there's socks here. There's socks.
0: Socks, guys. Vink thinks every word is her name. So, like, every smell is cadaver it's for true. Vink, I think. Uh, so anyway... That's not her body. A couple weeks later, they're still tracking him with his GPS tracker. Um, He goes out to that park again. Different spot. And he has brought the girlfriend with him this time. And they're doing like a picnic date in the park. So he parks his car. The girlfriend
1: from the night before
0: the Key West trip? Yes, that's right. The (sighs) Match.com girlfriend who he has spent the night with and has been seeing what seems like semi-regularly. The cops
1: must have been having like a great time with this like tracking device and the whole like i think they thought it was cool yeah monitoring this perp
0: yeah yeah i mean this episode of forensic files was called one for the road and it was all about you know it's like a 2004 episode like oh surveillance these days like you're tracked all the time because there's surveillance toll cameras booth and toll booth cameras. cameras and it's like oh guys like shit has gotten so real since oh then my God, this is so much <laughs> but they're worse. like they could use a gps tracker dun, dun, dun. Ba, ba, ba. Yeah. <laughs> so uh so yeah this is real high tech at the time um so they track him he goes back to the park again with the girlfriend they do like a date there they're out in the park for a while and the cops are like and when they leave the like cops a picnic like, date i think so like they go to this park and they're hanging out and when they leave they're like why do you think he chose this spot like let's look around and 30 feet away from where he parked his car with his girlfriend on a date they find a shallow grave and in it they find the body of shirley his wife so basically this he was multitasking this date was also a chance to check the burial site for his (laughs) wife's body and then since everything looked okay, Jesus. then he can go ahead and do the date with his girlfriend. I mean, it's funny
1: how, like, the, what is the expression that the, the criminal always rece- returns to the scene of the crime? Yeah. I mean, a lot of these things are just true. Yeah. They're just mostly true. Yeah. not always, but mostly true.
0: Yeah. So he's done it a couple times, can't, right?
1: like, not go back to that park. He he's cannot. He's
0: worried. He's worried, and this is what, why. That
1: she's going to rise from the dead and go, Jacques? I think maybe that someone found her. Uh-huh.
0: Uh, you think you hear about it? but this is the whole point of this like ruse about key west is that he's going to say that they went down there and that she disappeared in key west and then all the attention is going to be focused on key west and no one's going to be poking around at his state park in jacksonville where her body actually is
1: he must have known that they like drained the lake and dredged it yeah you would think so what a dopey idiot he is to then go back to the park and be like Oh yeah, well I guess they're done with the lake. I'm fine. Haven't found her yet. <laughs> <I'm>
0: <laughs> fine. Let me just double check. Uh. Yeah, so it turns out. So they uh, they remove the body from the shallow grave. They do an autopsy. Uh, she's been shot with a twenty-two, shot in the head, probably while she was sleeping. It looks like there's no defensive wounds or anything. So she he kind of kills her in her sleep. Um, buries her body and then comes up with this story. So she obviously was buried in the park. Never went to Key West, but he's trying to throw the cops. Badly
1: off. buries her body. Badly.
0: Yep. So uh, so they arrest him uh, to avoid a what he calls quote high profile trove uh, high profile trial. That was hard to say today. High-profile trial. He pleads guilty.
1: What an idiot. What, did he see that on TV somewhere? Like, oh, high-profile trial avoidance?
0: He must be worried about, like, some other shit about him that's going to come out.
1: Oh, yeah. He's probably dirty as hell with all the debt and stuff. Maybe he's got, like, mobsters after him or something. Yeah, or,
0: like, weird porn on his computer. Who knows, right? Um, But anyway, he pleads guilty. He gets sentenced to life without parole. Um, So, dude got... What do you got?
1: You know who doesn't care about avoiding a high-profile trial? God. He sees you.
0: <laughs> yeah, Mike, Garvin, you, you're you not going to do too what, well. Whatever version think.
1: of God you believe in, there's got to be karma for this dude.
0: Yeah. So uh, so anyway, this is Season 10, Episode 7 of Forensic Files, One for the Road. You can watch it on YouTube <laughs> if you want the uh, the cool Forensic Files narrator telling you the story, and you can see interviews with the cops. Not everything. as good as you, though. Thank you. Yeah. Um, So there you go. That is the story of Shirley Garvin's unfortunate murder by the hands of her dick husband, Mike. But uh, at least he got caught and punished. So you ready for a palate cleanser? Dog palate cleanser?
1: Speaking, um, again, it's not me panting. Maybe, you know, a dog palate cleanser?
0: (laughs) Dog palate cleanser. Uh, So this week's story of a good dog Uh, was also reported in the Dodo which I feel like is they collect good dog stories so I feel like they're going to be a frequent source for us and they have this story of this dog uh, in New Orleans and it was there was like a 10k race in New Orleans and the owners brought the dog this big corgi and they're holding it like cradling it like a baby with its like belly up on the side of the race course. And there's this great video of all these runners who are just like diverting themselves off the course to like rub the tom of this corgi corgi. just loving it.
1: It's like, I'll take an extra 15 seconds to rub this belly.
0: So this is totally me in races. <laughs> like when I run marathons or, or any race, yeah. if there's a golden retriever, I like divert off the course. And I'm like, can I pet your dog? And they're all like, aren't you running the marathon? And like- I'm like, I pet every golden retriever Aren't I are you watching me run the marathon?
1: <laughs> Give me your dog, for Pete's sake.
0: Yep. And if you follow me on uh, Jen Runs with Dogs on Twitter or Instagram, or especially on Instagram, uh, I, so I post, like, Instagram stories of all my big, long training runs on the weekend, I pet every dog I come past. Yeah, what's your rule on training
1: runs every dog and on marathons only golden, golden retrievers? Golden retrievers. I mean, huh. if
0: there's another one that, like, wants to be pet, I'll totally jump in there. Uh, but golden retrievers in races, every dog in training runs. Hmm. And then
1: species selective <laughs> a breedist, someone was calling me a breedist, <laughs> but
0: whatever. Yeah, I tag them like I'll take a picture covertly over my shoulder of the dogs and I'll be like, I pet. <laughs> this is my Instagram tagline. As huh. uh, so you get to see all the dogs that I pet from the back.
1: So I think it's good. That's very good support for the runners in New Orleans.
0: Yep. So, uh, so that corgi story was cute. So we'll link to that. So anyway, there you go. That is the story of Shirley Garvin, our first like real forensic files. Story. There's not going to be too many because there's not a ton of forensic files that happen in the keys. But uh,
1: I like it because it was resolved and the guy got convicted and jailed.
0: Yes, this is episode three. We have episode four coming up. So I had sort of promised like, oh, a mysterious unsolved case for episode four. But G.I. Dad really wanted this one that was resolved. So for episode four, I have put our unsolved mystery. Yeah, I like solved. Yeah, Yeah. better. It's, it's more satisfying. Well, it's
1: different. I mean, some people might, might like the unsolved mystery and see if they can solve it. I, I acknowledge that people are different. I like the wrapped up one where the dude's in jail.
0: Yeah, that's always pretty good.
1: Or or better or worse.
0: And frankly, if the victim is married, the husband did it. It's pretty much I mean, much really
1: pretty much. I mean, if it were ever the opposite, that would be fine too. But usually...
0: The husband did the it. The
1: husband's the guy.
0: Yeah. Well we hope you enjoyed this story until next week don't cock out have a good week bye bye